When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. As we've been reporting, the death of 22-year-old Gabby Petito is being investigated as a homicide. We begin with the latest on the search to find Brian Laundrie, the only person of interest in the homicide death of Gabby Petito. Hello and welcome back to the Case Watch podcast. I am Mark. And I'm Charity. And we are what you call obsessed with true crime. So obsessed that some might call us crime creeps. You know, I kind of like the sound of that. Yeah. Do you think there are other crime creeps oh, out there? Oh, I, I think. Are there any other fellow crime creeps out there? Well, if so, I, I think that's our new. Yeah. Yeah. That's our yeah. line. I think now crime creeps. Well, hello to all of you crime creeps. All right. After last week's episode where we gave you a quick rundown of the case, now we're going to drill down into a couple little subjects here. First of all, thank you for all the support and reaching out to the page. If you'd like to follow us, it's at Case Watch Podcast on Facebook. It's Case Watch Podcast on Instagram. And we are at Case Watch Pod on Twitter. Feel free to reach out to us with any questions, comments. Or um, if you think there's something important that we haven't talked about that yeah, we, we're we missing think we something, should. Yeah, please. Tell us. I think everybody together as a whole can help with this. I think with the support of everybody around the country, we're going to make a difference in the outcome of this case. I agree. It's with people who are following the case as to how Gabby was found. Exactly. Exactly. So I think this week, let's get into a subject and discuss it at length. Charity, what would you like to talk about? I want to talk about the police altercation. Okay. The one on August, August 12th. 12th. Yeah. Um, I really want to talk about it. They, the police had quite the encounter with them. They got a call first from a couple that had, I guess, driven by them and they saw him hitting her. Yeah. The actual, right? from the actual 911 recording, the yep. caller said that they were driving by and the gentleman was slapping, was the, slapping girl. the girl. Then we stopped the yep. caller added. They ran up and down the sidewalk. He proceeded to hit her, hopped in the car and they drove off. So that was the reason the police were originally called and the the reason they showed up and pulled the van over. So then now we have this situation where they pull her into the police vehicle to talk to her separately. And then they talk to him separately. I've watched this video top to bottom. At first you think she's, you know, she's very shaky. She almost seems like she's on something, even though she's not. Her anxiety level seemed very, very high. I got that feeling at yeah. first too, but, but the more wasn't. I watched, yes. I think it led into, it was like an onion. As you started peeling the layers back, and we start to discover And to me, stuff. he seemed too nonchalant. He seemed like, yeah, she gets upset with me. I had dirt on my feet. She doesn't like when I have dirt on my feet. We got into an argument. It was very strange. He actually says uh, when the officer asked, you know, does she take anything? He says, no, she's just crazy. I don't think so. Yeah, I know. 
I know. He was, you're right. You, yeah. you nailed it right there. He is too laid back. Too laid he, back. He right there. It's like, we can say this looking back now. Warning sign, warning sign, warning sign. There was something going on there. And I don't think we'll ever know the full truth. And, you know, one of the officers said, you slapped him first, just on his face. And then what? His reaction was to do what? You were scratching him? Did he hit you though? So she basically said, I guess, yeah, I hit him first. So I guess, yeah, that's not a, that's not a concrete. Yeah, that's very sketchy. So, and the officer, the officer that was, he was very nice. He was a great officer. He was, he was trying to relate to her. Let's start off right there and say, basically, we're not saying that any of these police officers did anything wrong. Because a lot of people are, I thought they gave this almost an hour. They did. Of their time. I thought they thoroughly investigated this and did what they could. At the end of the day, if neither one wants to press charges and they're both denying something happened. Do you know the police officers actually paid for his hotel room? They did. They went above and beyond. They did. And by the statute of the law, even if the story that they went with was that she was hitting him, it wasn't enough to arrest her anyways. Correct. So they did do the right thing by separating them. What I didn't see in the initial video, uh, because it hadn't been released at that point, is when you see her acting like this, one of her friends, Rose Davis, actually came out and said, you know, that she's known Gabby a long time. It takes a lot for her to get that hysterical. And so when I saw that body cam footage, I knew this was more than a little argument. She's not going to slap him for no reason. Right. And domestic violence experts say, you know, these are all classic signs of classic, stuff that we missed. Classic signs. And unfortunately, also, it's an easy way for us just to say she looks crazy. Well, this is the thing that really upset me because there's so many people that have anxieties of all different levels, right? It's completely normal, especially with what's going on right now with, you know, COVID and whatnot. So everybody was focusing on, oh, she's got really bad OCD. She has really bad anxiety. And in fact, I saw an interview with her stepfather and they asked him outright, can you tell us about her mental state? And he said, I'm not going to comment on that. You know, it, it shouldn't be about that is my point. Yeah. Why was that um, even they, brought up? Because she had mentioned to them, I do, um, I, I do suffer from a little bit of anxiety. She was trying, I think, to disperse the situation a little bit. And, well, say, and that's what somebody who is being absolutely is to do. Absolutely. And that's where in my head where I watch at this point, I think it was already perceived by the officers that, oh, she might be a little crazy. She might suffer and from this. Yeah. Brian Laundry took this to his advantage. And that's why he was cool, calm and collected. collected. And this Brian, my friend, is another reason why you are on the dartboard of douchebags. Yes. I mean, we will put a lot of people up onto this dartboard through course of this podcast because this right. isn't our only case. Oh, gosh, no. No. I think a lot of things were done right here. There was some stuff that was done wrong, but at the end of the day, they did their best they, with they, the situation. They did their best. And, and how were they so to know? They and how were they to know? I mean, it's sad, you know, and people can be angry because they, they, you can say, oh, if it, you know, I don't know what they would have done differently. I'm not a police officer. Um, and the other thing I would like to, to talk about is the scratches that were all over him. Those were deep scratches. Those were probably defensive wounds, in my opinion. I think she was trying to defend herself when he was coming at her because the way they just, they looked almost like someone was like, had their hands in front of their head clawing. And I don't know if anybody out there feels the same when they looked at those wounds. I think you're onto something there. You know, I don't know. And one of the really sad things is at the end of it or close to the end of it, she had asked if the hotel was close by and- and he said, yeah, it's close by. And she said, do you want me to tell him anything? And she was like, just tell him that I love him. And I was, I just, to me, that was just so sad that she, she just, that was what she wanted them to tell him. The last thing they wanted him to tell him, you know? 
And all the while that this is going on, when they were separated, we don't know this as people looking on to their journey, but on their respective Instagram accounts, they're posting pictures of them. Look at us. We're having fun. We're great. This is the same day. This is what we were talking about. The first episode was that, you know, social media isn't, is a lot of times not what it seems. It's put up a certain way for a reason. This is a classic case of it, unfortunately. It really is. It really is. It's very sad. And another thing that that was a point of interest to me is, you know, they they had asked to see her driver's license to make sure it was a valid driver's license. And they gave her the keys. And she said, I've never driven the van before, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. See, now there's a lot of I I get there's a lot of stuff that is speculation and stuff like that, because this unfortunately, when there's a case like this, everyone says, let me insert myself into it. Of course. And unfortunately, a lot that's people. If that is you, stop that because that Please. is hindering yeah. the authorities in solving this this whole I agree. case. And not only this case, lots of cases. But the van, actually, from what I've read, was both of theirs. It was registered yes. to her, but they had bought it together and upfitted it for this journey because their first yeah. journey. If you watch their van life video, they were traveling in a car. Yes. And decided this is what we need. Yes. People don't model your lives after what you're seeing on social media. Yeah, please let, this, do not. let this be a little bit of an indication. Definitely. I agree 100 percent with that. Yeah. This video is just in so many different levels. I it, it seems like to me she's making excuses for him. Like, Definitely. no, it's not him. It's not him. It's me. It was me. I was hitting him. She did say that he grabbed her by the jaw. And now he but she had no marks on her. That was the problem. He, he was says the, the, to the cops that he pushed her away. He said because just to stop the attack. Wink, wink, She's crazy. Yes. Remember, we've discussed this. And she officer. was attacking me and I was afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid yeah, okay. that this 90 pound girl yeah. is going. Now, keep in mind, he's in the van at this point and she's not. And he's not Correct. letting her in. Yeah. So. Yep. It's, it, it, there's so many things that, you know, and, and, you know, Mark and I were talking and I had watched this video before they found Gabby. And I thought to myself, OK, you know. I can see an argument. You're, you're traveling with each other 24 seven. You're in a small van. You, you know, you're living off of, you know, trying to, to not spend a ton of money and probably are having dis- different discussions. I can definitely see arguments, you know, but looking back after they found her, it's very eerie. Oh, the whole thing yeah, is, very is eerie. just sad. So sad. We we're looking back through a window in time. Right. Where at this point we didn't even realize that she was no longer with us. no. And to now know, while we had all this hope, you know, she has unfortunately already been taken from the world. This is a sad case. I think this is why this case hits home to so many people is because you have somebody, Mr. Dartboard, uh, Mr. Laundry, who is basically, he could solve this case in a heartbeat. He knows what happened. You can't tell me he doesn't. Absolutely. I mean, basically now I agree and this is going to come off wrong and I don't mean this to be like, I agree when he come home, get a lawyer. I say that to everybody. Never talk yes. to any authority without Correct. having your rights protected right. with an attorney. Right. I'm not a lawyer, but I believe your rights should be protected. Here is where you get to a fork in the road. You get a lawyer to protect your rights and then you go in and try to help find the person that you love. Right. Because remember, he supposedly loves her. Right. And he was going to marry her. Absolutely. And now he made that choice to say, I am just going to shut down and not talk. Yeah. And there's still a little bit of speculation on whether he was actually ever 
in Florida. Like as we yes. said last episode, there's proof that the van was. The van, the van was definitely by an there. automated uh, license plate reader coming off the exit because of the Easy Pass tolling system. Right. But it doesn't show who was in that van. It doesn't. The only person that has ever stated that they have seen him was the neighbor who lives directly across the yes, street. Yes, I did see an, an interview with her. So she said within the week of him coming back on September 1st that they loaded up their camper van yep. and left for the weekend. Yep. And to me, this is where things go sketchy as well because, all right, son, you just got back from traveling the country early with your fiance and she's not here. And she's not here, but we don't find it important to let her family know that she did not return with you. You know what we should do? We should go camping. We should go camping because, you know, why not? Yeah, because that's a great idea. Like, the love of your life is missing. Yeah. We're not going to ask questions. And we're not even going to say anything to anybody and any excuse for why you're just home alone. Do you we know just, what another great idea is? When the love of your life's family call us saying, where is our daughter? Ignore. We're not going to talk to Let's them. Let's ignore them. Wouldn't that be great? Let's let them go on TV and plead to us. Plead to us for information because they are so heartbroken that they can't find their daughter. Um, it's beyond gross. The, I mean, like I said, the douche apple doesn't fall far from the douche oh, tree. I, you know what? We're going to find so much. Oh. We'll call you right out here. All right. So Christopher Laundry is Brian's father. Yep. Uh, his mother is Roberta Laundry, and he's got a sister, Cassie Laundry. His sister, Cassie, actually uh, gave a quote. Oh, she did? Yeah. Um, she said, obviously, me and my family want Gabby to be found safe. She's like a sister, and my children love her. And all I want is for her to come home safe and found, and this to be just a big misunderstanding. I found that to be interesting. I, I do, too. The I word mean- misunderstanding. I found most of what she said sincere until the misunderstanding. The misunderstanding is the one word that I'm like, hmm. Interesting. The family across the street said that this camper was loaded up to the hilt. Like they were loaded up. Like they were going and didn't know when they were coming back type of thing. So now this, I mean, like I said, nobody's actually seen him. The police has never, never stated that they saw him as well. I mean, and I don't want to add to confusion by saying that this could be, but this might be an avenue of something. I mean, it could what be. Or if they were loading that this camper up. I mean, the campers come yeah. back. Who knows if all those supplies or, did? Could they, could they have set him up in a spot? Yeah. Or my other question is, did he come home? Right. But just for a very short time, enough for the neighbor to see him. And then, like you said, gone again. Yep. You know, like just gone. Oh, People are horrible. Like, I, I couldn't imagine going through life this no. way. I get, you know, here, I'm going to put you on the spot now because everybody says it, it's hard to put yourself in this shoes. Right. Wyoming, death penalty state. Yeah. This is a death penalty yeah. case. As now, his parents. Now, you are a, a boy mom. Right. I am. Your son comes to you and says, listen, this didn't mean to happen. Unfortunately, it did. What would you do? Honestly, I would like to think I would do the right thing because that's how I've always told my children that you do something wrong, no matter how bad you need to, you need to take responsibility for it. And not that you want, obviously your child to have to go to the death penalty, but if your child truly took a life in a malicious manner. Yeah. But now what happens? He comes and plays those crocodile tears with you. Yeah, no, I know. He's like, listen, it didn't mean to happen. We were fighting. It's got to be hard. We were fighting. She shoved me. I moved. She fell. The world is not going to believe me. I, they haven't released. They just, they said it was a homicide, but they didn't, haven't released the exact cause of it yet. There is just so we can explain to people the different classifications of manners of death. Right. Homicide doesn't actually mean 
Like he murdered her. Right. Correct. And that her life was cut short unexpectedly. Unexpectedly. Correct. At the hands of somebody else. That's why you have different levels. You have negligent homicide, which is like you're drunk driving and you hit somebody. There was no actual, it's not like I'm targeting you and I'm- Or like I I have a tarp in my trunk and an ax because I'm coming over here to- yeah. Talk or, to Mark. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, so there's different right, levels and right. there'll be a, 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 that will be a big wake up call to things once this gets released. And I'm hoping that does soon. I do have a feeling like you just said that maybe they did have a fight and it escalated to the point where he lost his shit. He saw black, did something. He was like, oh, fuck. And then what do I do? Well, I go home. Now, I go home and my parents will help me take care of it. I think he had his confidence built up a little bit, unfortunately, mm-hmm. by the incident in Moab. Like, look, I can make her look crazy. Yep. I can make her look like she's the issue. Yeah. Even though all the warning signs were there yeah. that, hey, he's an abuser. Yep. Until you're in that, it, it's hard to actually get out Just of something Just watching like him that. being so relaxed. No, this poor thing's shaking and she's crying and she's so upset and she just wants to, doesn't want to be interviewed by the police right now. She doesn't want to be going through this right now. And he's just like, yeah, you know, we were at this, we got something to eat. And he just was so calm and cool. Like you said, it was the, it's his cavalierness gives me the douche chill. Pisses me off now when I look at it, when I saw it, when I went back and watched it again, I was like this motherfucker. Oh, absolutely. is, Is just unbelievably douchey right now. Oh, he, he's of the worst of the worst. And I, I, I still like I keep saying to myself, where would he have went? How right. is he hiding out? A lot of people in his family and friend circle say that he's pretty proficient in living on his own off the grid. Yeah. I still 100 percent do not believe he's where those parents said he was. Oh, definitely not. But see, here's now the thing. So now they're they could possibly face incrimination. They could get in trouble now because if they're withholding information that they know or any anything of the type or just or just knowing something in in not giving that information up, that is against the law, especially especially in a case like this. I mean, we can't come out and say stuff like that. So, you know, you have to you have to respect, unfortunately, yeah. Innocent until proven guilty. Absolutely. But me and Charity can sit here. Ready, Charity? Wink, 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 yep. wink. Like, yeah. these people. It doesn't look good. They they make me sick. Yeah. It I doesn't, can say that. Uh, we can have any opinion we want. We can have any opinion we want. And I think we are going to we are gonna find a lot out a lot more about these two, mother and father. It makes you wonder. I, I wish we could find out more about his past. Yeah. His past relationships. I did and- read. They did talk to one person. Um, his name is, I believe, Sean Leahy, Leahy, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong and I apologize. I butcher names. I'm yeah. horrible at it. He's the father of one of Brian's classmates. And he said that from what he remembers, Brian was quiet and a good kid growing up. But, you know, a lot of things happen, though. A lot of things happen as you grow up. But it was weird because, again, I couldn't find much information at all. Like a bunch of uh, Gabby's friends, I found a lot of information, you know, that they, they spoke up and said, you know, she was a great friend. She was this, she was that. But with him, that was the only thing I found. Yeah. It's very, weird. Very flying under the radar-ish. Yeah. Um, see, now he is from Florida. Yes. But and she's from New York, right? They met in high school in New York. Yeah. My, my question is, and I still can't get yes. an answer. How did Why that, was he in high school in New York? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't say, it says that his family's been lifelong residents of Florida. Right. Why did he end up in New York? Oh, was and he living with another family member maybe? There is nothing as mm. far as that. I can't figure it out. I don't know why. I don't know how. Why, maybe there's some reason why his Somebody parents out shipped him off. 
Somebody out there knows this stuff. Uh, please feel free to reach yes. out to us. Case Watch Podcast on Facebook. Like, I cannot say it enough. So I didn't know that. So that's interesting. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that, I mean, like I said, I, I don't want to add to adding false information. Of course but that not. is something that I've seen verified yeah. that they met in high school yeah. in New what, York. They did. And what was the reason for that? Why was he in New York? I don't know. Why wasn't he at home with his parents? That's very interesting. I wonder, I wonder if there's, there's got to be a story behind that. Oh, absolutely. There's a, there's a lot of stories. I don't think that we are going to know. Yeah. Because unfortunately the people that know are now hiding. My other thing is, you know, two of her friends that spoke said that they had never met him. Um, and yes, they live, they don't live in Florida and that could be why maybe, I don't know how long did it say how long she'd been living in Florida with him? It, it didn't, but they had just went to New York too for her Never met him. brother's graduation. Never met him. So if you're marrying somebody, you, I mean, that's and, very odd. Unless that person wanted to keep you from. Now I've also heard a couple different speculations on if they were even still engaged. Yes. Okay. So there was one something I read. And again, we don't know. These are not confirmed. I just read somewhere that they were postponing their wedding to go on this trip. Not that they weren't going to get married, but they were postponing it. But then I was reading something else and it said that they decided not to get married and now they're they're calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend. So I don't know. That's what I had read. Yeah. I don't know the situation um, on that. So I don't know. Maybe something major happened and who knows? They decided to go on this trip to try to, to try to keep it together. Who knows? Let's be honest. This behavior that we saw that happened in Moab, unfortunately, I don't think this was the first time something like no, this has happened. No, not by watching him talk to those police officers. But here's my other question. Okay. So you're right. It's, it can't be the first time, but why aren't reports coming out? Why aren't people coming out and saying, Hey, I saw them out at a restaurant one point, like just onlookers coming out and saying, I saw some interesting behavior. I didn't realize until now that it was this couple. You know what I mean? All right. Well, right along those lines, there actually, there's been one report that I haven't been able to 100% confirm, but it has been reported at a Wyoming restaurant. I'm trying to find the name of it. It's called uh, Jackson's Mary Piglet Restaurant. It sounds kind of like a delightful place to visit. I mean, I mean, I I, I would eat at Mary Piggly's restaurant. Yeah, that's a cute name. Um, The restaurant did confirm Wednesday that Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie were seen arriving August 27th. That was the same as the the text, that strange text message that came. So supposedly on that day. So whatever, whenever that text was sent, it was after they were at this restaurant. Okay. From the reports, it's not entirely clear what happened at the restaurant because Mm. there is no video, but a woman named Nina Angelo told authorities that her and her boyfriend witnessed a fuss. A fuss, okay. Between uh, Petito and Laundry as they left the restaurant. Interesting. They, They were in town for a wedding when they were watching this incident happen. Angelino said that that Brian Laundrie's body language seemed to be, quote, aggressive mm. um, and thought that he was discussing bills and money with a Mary Piglet's employee. She remembered this because, I mean, it's not every day you see somebody screaming. Well, unfortunately, nowadays, it's a little more yeah, common. Unfortunately. But she said that Gabby had actually come in after and apologized to the waitstaff oh, for her so boyfriend's. Sad. Or fiance, because we still don't we know, don't know. Um, behavior. That's like, that's very common too. She added that she looked a little embarrassed. Oh. Um, she apologized for the behavior. And unfortunately, this was right before this odd text message of no service in Yosemite. 
Interesting. Interesting. That that is an interesting fold to this. And I think that happens a lot. I would love to get a domestic violence professional on here to help us more with that. But I think you do see that a lot. Yeah. I think this is a, that's a great opportunity to maybe have somebody come on and discuss. And help us understand warning signs signs and, and body language. And I think a lot of times the person that is being abused in the abusive relationship is the one trying to smooth things over and he didn't mean it or she didn't mean it. You know, or, you know, I'm so sorry. He's had a bad day or, or he's taking tired. The blame or taking the blame. Like, like she was saying, it's my fault. It's my fault. I get upset over things, you know, with that, that traffic or the, the altercation, you know, I, you see that a lot, you know, and it just, it breaks my heart. It really does. Yeah, so that's that, interesting. So, okay. So someone did come forward. I wonder if more people will. So now that was a person and her boyfriend yep. and the restaurant have also said that this incident has occurred. Okay, so that so we 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 know something had something happened. had happened. We just don't know exactly what. Okay, we can't one hundred percent put a pin in it and right. say that this was them. Right, but they were in that area, and hmm. all of this fits. It does fit, unfortunately. It does. All right. Um, so until next week, we just want to let everybody know. Thank you for listening. Remember, it's with podcasts like us and the social media effort that we're going to solve this case. And from now, like we just saw breaking on the news, Dog the Bounty Hunter is I am so, I literally, guys, I literally texted Mark immediately. I was like, this is amazing. Dog has come out of retirement because I believe he's retired. Yes. He has come out of retirement. Do you know why he was in Florida? No. He is on his honeymoon and decided, you know what? Let's go visit oh, Brian Laundrie's. my fucking uh, God. Maybe he was going to find a douche apple. Yeah. He showed up at their house and Knocked was like, I door. knock, a knock, a knock. It's Dog the Bounty Hunter and we're going to fucking find you, douchebag. I mean, I know this is wrong to say, but it's Dog the Bounty Hunter. Wouldn't you have at least wanted to open the door? I'd be like, it's fucking, I love Dog the Bounty Hunter. I used to watch that all the time. Oh, I love time. that show. The, the mullet is amazing. Oh, that the guy dye is job, the best. Guys, I'm a hairdresser, just so you know. He needs a little toning. But other than that, he <laughs> is fantastic. Um, so hopefully with dog on the case, I hope so. I mean, it, and people like us yeah. and the authorities will get this case solved. I want to thank everybody for listening to the episode. Yes. Make sure that you log on to our Facebook page. It's at case watch podcast. Interact with us. Send us messages. You got some information, you know, anybody involved in the case, go ahead and reach out to us. And charity has some important information to help with as well. Guys, I have some really important information. So Gabby's family, they said this, her celebration of life in lieu of flowers, they would like if you do anything, if you could uh, donate to the future Gabby Petito Foundation and it's through the Johnny Mac Foundation. So all you have to do is go to johnnymacfoundation.org and put in Gabby Petito and it'll send you right there. Please be aware of these GoFundMes. I know there's been a lot of fake ones out there. Mark was when I were talking about Shame this on earlier. You guys. Shame on you guys for taking advantage of such a sad situation. So if you go to the johnnymacfoundation.org, you'll know for sure that's the right one to donate to. And that's just going to help things even more. Excellent. Until next week, we'll see you right back here. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks, guys. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.